Hello. For tonight, I'm Billy Joel. Charlie's daddy, island boy, sawbones, farm wisdom, he knows taekwondo. Travis Patrick Middle is expert, riddle piss, Huntington to Cincinnati, sadlets on the show. Sweet baby brother Griffin sees things a little Different South Park, cursing Jerry, under 30 luminary. Dungeon Master brings the drama. Barry Hussein Obama. Most people forget Hussein, but he thinks it's important. Start the brothers. They're from West Virginia. Now they're always in ya. Start the brothers. No, we didn't light it, so we candle night it. Hand dog face cat peeing peeing all that live show face to face play with me in the space good burger Keenan Kale off to Margaritaville Matt Doyle Matt Doyle holy shit it's Matt Doyle Hey guys. It's Matt Doyle. Torsi, horse champ, juggalo church camp, teen Google munch squad, Travis is a mango god, stack soap, time belts, warrior cats, bramble pelts, finally emerging like the free Chilean miners. Restraints. We didn't start the brothers. No, they're very nice, but it's bad advice. Glass shock, blast my cash, Olive Garden, Golden Pass, Flapjack, Nickel Sack. Which one vapes? Roker animosity, Garfield monstrosity, Quantum Leap, Bacula Rug, least the gushy tapes. Future McDonald's pizza, Sydney, Rachel, Teresa, watch them play every day. Pack your bags and move away. Doll watch. We didn't start the brothers, but we'll make some noise for the McElroys. It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too not familiar. It's a new
and now you've peaked. <laughs> Before a single word has been said. Yeah. It's also weird for someone to perform and then you go out to eat up all the applause. Delicious. Hey, wait, hold on. Is that what dad has supposed to have been doing this whole time? <laughs> Fuck. He remembered more bits than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I assume extensive Googling was involved. I was happy to see Lynn. Can I get one more round of applause for Matt Doyle? I, here's a true story. Lynn told us he had a special guest, wouldn't tell us who it was. Walk, I was holding my daughter, walking her back up and down the hallway to try to get her to calm down because she was crying. And I walked past the hallway where Lynn was with his special guest, and I had this exact thought verbatim. Was that Matt Doyle? <laughs> Hand of God. And then I, I walked past again because we were going back and forth, and I thought to myself, I think that's Matt Doyle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Matt Doyle. <laughs> that is, in fact, Matt Doyle. So yeah, that's the real Matt Doyle. What's that's also or, weird, or is it? <laughs> is this a test? It's also especially fun to talk to Matt Doyle about how his, like, you know, agent has viewed this whole thing. Yeah. Where his agent's like, hey, why are people tweeting this? And Matt Doyle's like, I'm not sure. We'll never talk to Barack Obama about the many times that we've told people to tweet weird things at him. I'm worried but that one nice day to... we will meet Barack Obama and he'll go, oh, you're those assholes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Jesus. Oh you're God. the ones who ruined Twitter for me. Hello and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me and Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Thank you. I am your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 Under 30 Media Luminary, Griffin McElroy. Hey, you know what? Hey, Brooklyn, that felt pretty even across the whole thing. Yeah, Thank I like you so that. much. Thank you. Thank you. That's not always how that shakes out. And I really appreciate it. Should we? We don't need to do an intro yet. That was a we good just, introduction. Okay, okay. How about we just get to the show and cut the bullshit? I could. I could start with a Yahoo yes. if you feel comfortable. Okay. Let's do a vote. Are you all okay with starting with a Yahoo? Okay. The votes are in. <laughs> Judge and now meter let us says, count one yeah. by one. Hands up. Uh, this one was sent in by Paul Saborn. Thank you, Paul. Whoa. It's by an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm gonna call Matt Doyle for the rest of the night. <laughs> Matt Doyle asks, what do mummies want? It's my third favorite Mel Gibson movie. It's a weird sequel. <laughs> they yeah. to, it became kind of like a Laurel and Hardy, Alan and Costello meet the mummies. It was what women want, then, no, seriously, what women want? Question mark. And it's like, that's not good syntax. And his response to that review was, what do mummies want? <laughs> Every undead being wants something from the living. Vampires want to suck your blood. Zombies want to eat your brain or other parts of you. That seems weirdly non <laughs> 
It's if, hold on. We've never really thought about this, but people are like, zombies want to eat your brain, but they'll also settle for any other part of you. Right. It they'll, should actually be zombies prefer to eat your brain. But just like we settle. all prefer to eat yeah. fancy food, but sure. sometimes you grab a burger or anyway, whatever. Anyway, ghosts scare the crap out of you. But what do mummies want exactly? Clearly they're after something, but what is all that shambling, moaning, and arm raising all about? What will they do to you once you're in their clutches? Okay, listen, this is an excellent question, but I do feel like they kind of just glazed over the ghost thing of like, vampire wants your blood, zombie wants to eat your brain, ghost wants to scare you. That's not the no. same. It's ghost. Not like a ghost is like, boo, and you run out of the room and the ghost is like, mmm, mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. Mm, good fear. At best, the ghost goes, I guess that's satisfying. Cool, but it's secondary, scaring you away. Ghost number one, finish unfinished business. Right. Yes. You are interrupting, so he scare you away. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to my unfinished business. Please vacate the premises, boo. Yeah. But, uh, but, but the what mummy, do mummy, the mummy want? Mummy's just a dog chasing a car. He wouldn't know what to do no. if we Here's back. Here's the problem. Richard. Everything, everything lists, listed off is true, right? Absolutely. Vampires, they need your blood. Need it. Zombies, they want your bl- brain, etc. It's their food. A zombie's a little more. What do you do? Ephemeral. Yeah. Because a zombie, no, sorry, a mummy, mummy, mummy. which is a zombie wrapped in toilet paper. Thank you. <laughs> a mommy just wants to feel relevant. Oh. Because that's really what you're dealing with is it's all these, these like kings and queens and princes and stuff who they died and now they came back and they're a person in cloth yeah. and that's it. Okay. And they're like, there was a time when people thought I was the best. I feel you, I feel you. There's no Walking Dead for mummies because that show would be so fucking lit. I would watch every episode of that show. I just had that thought, but that's why like a zombie that's just sitting on a big throne and like drinking out of a chalice. No, it's, like, it's literally Walking Dead shot for shot, but replace every zombie with a mummy. That's it. The only Wait, that's change. That's the only change it would take if for you, you get, to be like this rules. Yes, it's like a, like a, somebody gets bit by a mummy and then they're like raps start appearing. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Anyway, well, anyway, this is we. Get but what do the mummies want? TM 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 TM. Obviously, what. What uh, I'm saying is it's wild that they don't have that because as far as I know, mummies are the only one of these that is real and you see in museums. Right. It's a good point, though. Because up till now, no mummy attacks. But that does not mean no mummy attack ever. Right. That's HR, hard. It that, might just mean maybe that curse is going to kick in next year. That's, that's hard because my, my kid could be like, I'm afraid a vampire and a ghost and a mummy are going to team up and get me. And I would have to say to the child, well, you know, vampires and ghosts aren't real. <laughs> anyway, go to bed. <laughs> what does mommy want? What does mommy, mommy want? Mommy wants to fit in. He's been out yes. of the game for so long, he wants to feel relevant. He wants to feel like he's part of the culture yes. today. A mummy is very similar to like a one-hit wonder from like the 80s or 90s. He's going on tour now of being like, please everyone, just look at me. That's all the mummy is doing. Me. Like I, when that mummy was buried, the people just like piled jewels and gold on top of them. Now a mummy comes out and people are like, hey, lay back down. Okay. As far as I can tell from that one tomb that they found a couple of years ago, those jewels just turn into brown slime eventually. And then uh, ironic teens on Tumblr start petitions to want to drink the brown slime. Mm-hmm. So maybe they wake up not feeling so great. In oh. the mummy movie, the guy, the mummy goes around and turns people into shriveled up dead bodies. Yes. But like, I want Brandon Fraser to roll up and be like, yeah, but why though? 
You're chasing me around in a wall of, of sand made it into a face. And it's but so like, scary, but like, but like, why? why? And here's the thing, we all accept in that movie that we do not want him to capture Rachel Weisz, right? We do not want, want him that. to resurrect a on a moon. Yes, we get Holy that. Holy shit, what a Thank pull. you, I know. I have watched that movie many times. But, yeah. but, 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 but here's the thing, what's never made clear is, yes, it would suck if we lost Rachel Weisz, she's a treasure. But past that, it is not like the mummy is like, and then. And then we'll go get a flat in the city and we'll both it get seems, jobs at Best Buy, I Yeah, guess. it seems like the mummy is willing to destroy four dudes who did desecrate his tomb. Okay, we'll get And then he kind of has a crush on Rachel Weiss. They should let his dumbass bring his wife back so she should be like, okay, this is great, Carl. Now what? What is your grand plan? What are we doing now? Well, I'm going to take over... Uh, the world. Uh, cool. How's your credit? <laughs> What's your credit like? What's dipshit? your resume look like? Yeah, let's see it. Since I was young, my mother has had a violent hunger for other people's fruits and vegetables. OPP, other people's produce. Thank you. She also, has... a strong use of the word violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, she has a tendency to sneak into neighbors' properties to steal from their gardens. Jesus, rooting through my rutabagas. <laughs> Lean over into strangers' gardens and take fruit off their plants. Sign Beatrix Potter. <laughs> and sneak into uh, people's properties to harvest wild plants. We have our own garden and fruit trees. She doesn't need to steal. Yeah, it sounds hey, like she does. I am, I am gonna circle. I'm gonna circle back on that justification, by the way. There's lots of different ways to get fruits and vegetables. <laughs> and also, if you didn't have your own garden, that also yes, wouldn't excuse not that. permission. I love my own garden, I'll take yours. Uh, unfortunately, in the last few years, she decided that because I tell her not to do this, I'm a narc. <laughs> and a square. And just makes fun of me for not wanting her to do these veggie crimes. How can I get my mom to respect me this fruiting is tearing our family apart. Are That's from Jay, child of crime. Are you here, Jay? Hello. Arrest them! <laughs> Complicit! Um, I will also say, just a uh, quick backup, Veggie Crimes would be a great, gritty reboot to Veggie Tales. <laughs> Coming this fall to the CW, Dick Wolf presents <laughs> Veggie Crimes. Veggie Crimes. <laughs> if you he like, went, looks like he went Old Testament on his ass. Speaking of, have you ever heard the good news? <laughs> I don't care if you like to talk to tomatoes. You're gonna talk to me. <laughs> um. Oh boy, we're really playing into the vacation Bible school crowd out there. I'm not sure how. Okay, cool. Woo! Close one. So, um, maybe stop being such a fucking narc. Unconventional response. Uh, well, hold on. I do think we can agree. You can go to the store. You can buy a zucchini. But how sweet is that zucchini oh. stolen? <laughs> I have grown produce once in my life. Ooh, and <laughs> intentionally? Yep. Okay. I grew a bunch of tomatoes. Accidentally. Okay, that was no, the No, wait. Question. It was intentional. Like, once we saw that they were making a run at it, we were like, all right, well, we'll see what we can do to help you out. Okay. With our limited knowledge of this, we ended up with like 30 
pretty good tomatoes. And that's when Sydney and I realized that we don't like tomatoes. <laughs> so anytime you come to our house, it'd be like, thank you so much for coming here for tomatoes. We've squired them into your pockets when you weren't looking. Enjoy. So you're assuming that everybody who grows produce in the yard is like, like planting some cucumbers and like, God, I'm going to fucking hate these things. I hey, hope I hey, Griffin? Yeah. yeah. Actually, now that Justin has said it, in my experience, every time I've gone to someone's house that has a garden, they have said, please take some of these. Okay, to the point fair. where, no joke, my mother-in-law, one day we took Bibi up there to visit, and as we were leaving, she just looked and said, by the way, Teresa, I put some tomatoes in your purse. <laughs> I almost forgot to tell you, that would have been quite bad right. for your it was, belongings. It was a series of words that individually are not upsetting, but the combination right. of which was very emotionally troubling. Jesus. When, when you were here, I put tomatoes in the purse. By the time you got home, I had put salsa in your purse. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm sorry for this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the type of person who gets so attached to their produce that they would call the cops on your mom. The, and the only person I can think is like somebody trying to win the blue ribbon yes, at the fair. Because I've only tried to grow herbs and like my basil will dry out because a bird looked at it wrong or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I see that and I'm like, oh well, it's just basil. That it's did like, happen. It's I, like 11 cents down at the grocery store. I thought, you know, it would be really attractive Who? if I got some, like, wooden, like, plant, you know, window boxes, but instead of putting them on windows, I put them on, like, my wooden fence. Oh. And then I planted, a, like, an herb garden, and so they're hanging on the window. And then I really enjoyed watching them die. Yeah. And the whole time knowing I could fix it. Yeah. Like, the whole time, it's not like I don't know what plants need. You, you have outlived those plants. Yeah. You win. Yeah. In the circle of life, that's Unlike just a mummy, I know what plants want. Right. And I was making the decision of, yeah, but I'm not going to walk over there. Cool. Every day. And I have a child. Yeah. Oh, no, I've just had an <laughs> existential crisis. Bye, Travis. I have to go. Uh, I have a uh, I have a Yahoo here. Hey, go for it. Uh, speaking of uh, mom problems, uh, it's Hashtag. a relevant one. Uh, this is sent in by uh, Amelia Berger. Thank you, Amelia. It's another anonymous Yahoo Answers user. So it is Matt Doyle who asks, "How can I talk my mom into letting us keep our ghost?" We have a ghost in our house. Mom says she's gonna get a minister to come around and pray so that it goes into the light. Good luck. <laughs> there is so much more that goes into it than that, I imagine. A ghost it's, is going to laugh at that minister. That ghost is gonna be like, I am also Lutheran. It's, you it's can't, not, I mean, if it was that easy, there wouldn't be any more ghosts, right. honestly. You can't just have like Joel Osteen pop in and just be like, dear Jesus, make the ghost away. Okay, cool, it worked, bye. <laughs> anyway, uh, my mom wants to get a minister to come around and pray so that it goes into the light. That even is presumptuous, because it could be a hell ghost. Anyway, right. If I, it is a nice ghost, why do you want to get rid of it? Okay, anyway but I want to keep it because the kids at school all think it is so awesome that I live in a real haunted house. How can I talk her into letting him stay? Ah, oh, man. Sign Tina Belcher. Um, there is... Do you think there are hell ghosts that are really afraid of accidentally finishing their unfinished business oh, and try, try really, really hard to not, like, make up with their dad or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Like... Even hey, on do accident? you want to finish this season of Twin Beak? No, 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 I, do I not. don't. I don't want to. There's an update, and this may bring this question to a screeching halt. And Boy, I wish you'd read that before we came on stage. I eh? know, bud. Hey, you, I'm looking at it. You didn't have to include that. 
but now you've opened that door. Hey, enjoy this thing that we're going to cut out later. Yeah, enjoy this world exclusive. I can't ask my dad to help. He won't even speak to my mother. <laughs> Why? Why? Although, to be fair, I would say, saying to your dad, hey, dad, I need you to help me convince mom to keep this ghost around, that might actually break through a barrier, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, honey, do we need to talk about Matt? Is Matt doing okay? It's probably not actually Matt Doyle. I know, but okay. I was too lazy to think of a different name. Right. It's, a, it's, it's, an, it's the only name that's kind of an earworm. Yeah. I know anyway. What, now I know what mummies want, for daddy to talk to them. Oh. <laughs> wow. Getting rough up here. So anyway. How do you keep it going? But the ghost is funny still. Let's come back to the ghost, who was at some point a live person, but it's funny that they're dead. So, Shit, Trav. Oh, no. Um, what if you get a tutor on the internet or something, that probably exists, and then your grades really start turning around, and your mom is like, what's up? I didn't know you were good at school. And you would say, <laughs> the ghost helps me cheat, I guess. <laughs> Why couldn't the ghost hey, be I, tutoring? Yeah, him? why can't the ghost do it? Why did well, you jump to this ghost is a dumb shit? Well, no, the ghost can come to school with you, be invisible, look right. at the grade, look at the test, like worksheet, and you help have you get the answers. It might be Ghost Rider or Ghost Cheater, which is also the gritty reboot of Ghost Rider. Right. <laughs> that would work. You should at least ask the ghost if it knows a lot about geology or something, so it can help you with your geology class or whatever, and knows something about yeah. something. It's got to know something. It's got to know something. It's a ghost. It's been around. Uh, unless it's one of those new ghosts. How about what? another question? No. No, I, I want to talk about new ghosts. Ghosts? What am I? That's ghosts? Let me see. Hold on. Oh, you like ghosts? Okay, Grandpa. Let me tell you about new ghosts. <laughs> I was sitting on the subway the other day, and a guy standing in front of me who's Dick was at eye level with me, had a spider crawling on him. <laughs> what should I have done? Would that alert him to the fact I was accidentally looking at his dick? Am I a creep for spotting the spider? Or did I just let this unsuspecting person go about their day with a spider on them? That's from Accidental Subway Creep. Are you are here? All right. Okay. Hi. Here's what I've just realized. I assume that this question means the spider was on or around their crotch area. But it is worded in such a way that you might have been looking at their crotch and saw a spider on their shoulder. <laughs> was, let's, absolute silence. Was the spider on the crotch area? Yes. Okay. The spider okay. was on the crotch area. This is confirmed. Okay. So if you're like me and you look over and you're sitting on the subway train doing your thing and... Uh, you see a spider on a stranger's penis region, you would... We can say crotch. Crotch. You would Thank say... You. Uh, that, oh, too bad for that guy's dick. And go on. I, I, I think if someone said to me, there was a spider on your crotch, I would lose it. <laughs> and then probably uh, award them with some kind of medal. Right. Uh, I would not... I would not pause if someone said there's a spider on you anywhere. Right. I would not pause and say, well, I'll take care of that in a second, but first. Why are you looking at me? 
I want to take a dry run. Griffin, pretend you're thinking about anything else and I'm a perfect stranger. Okay? Not possible, but okay. Just try. Okay? He's a perfect stranger. He's cousin Balky. Just think about anything else. Okay. Oh, aged out of that reference. Got it. Okay. 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 I, st- I st- hold just on. Just like I'll. I'll, I'll okay. I got. Okay. I got. Okay. okay. There's a spider on your dick. Oh. Oh no. And nothing else. So you're gonna just like wipe the spider off your dick and then barrel the person. No, in I w- silence. That's no, he the looks exchange. at you because you're his brother. Try it again. Okay, let me try again. Spider in your dick. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay, but you're still you barely. You're, you're prepped. Still making you're eye so fucking prepped. You're, you're right. so prepped okay, for okay, it. Okay, wait, it's hard for me to think of anything else than being on this okay, stage. Perfect. Spider in your dick. That's me opening the doors and jumping out of the moving subway car. There's just no, there's no follow-up. We don't have a mo, a conversational mode that's like, I'm a human being. Right. You're a human being. I'm giving you this one, but that's it. But right. We are I don't done. Wanna, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk, gonna talk about, about it. your dick or your day or how weird this situation is. I want a transactional. Give me $5 for what I've done for right. you and okay. we'll walk. Hey, fellow human, spider on your dick. End. I, End and I think you can do that. Oh, let me try. Let me try and be your part here. Yeah, let's see how fucking easy it is, Justin. Hey, spider on your dick. I know. Hey, Justin, That's I went through three classes of UCB, and that was not yes-anding, sir. His, his I, name's Luther. I, okay, let, okay, try again, try again. Uh, spider on your dick. Yes, and? <laughs> That's it. Hold on, do me, hold on, try, my, try okay. mine. Okay, hold on, wait, let me get in the headspace. Okay. Spider on your dick. Spider on your dick! <laughs> No, there's not. I'm a cop. Shit. Hey, real quick. How does Spider get on a train? There's a gap, yes? There's a gap between the car and the thing? Spiders are known for their ability to move between things. That's Spider-Man's whole deal. You're not like, how does Spider-Man get to that building? There's a gap between buildings. There, I was, That's uh, Spider-Man's whole thing. I was taking the, the subway to uh, uh, down in Brooklyn today. And... Right. Um, I'm a kind of a, like, I just like to get around like a local, you know? Um, so I, we were at the platform, and there was a gentleman who was sitting on the edge of the platform, listening to their headphones with their legs dangling off, off the edge of the platform. And everyone was just kind of like looking uneasily. And then one gentleman who had his headphones on moments before removed them and said, hey, hey, you can't do that. That's against the rules. You're going to get hurt. And there was this really uncomfortable silence until I said what everybody, I think, was thinking was that if there was more people like that guy, everything would be fine. (laughs) If there was just one person like, hey, spider on your dick. I'm not going to talk about it, okay? (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to think about the repercussions. I think that that is how you have to, like, so blunt and matter of fact, it's like, Listen, I'm not looking for a fire, because there has to be a transactional thing here, right? Spider, borderline, what if their crotch was on fire? Right, 
Right, you definitely say something then, right? You would have to. What if someone was about to stab him in the crotch? <laughs> well, that one you could... Okay, hold hey, on. Hey, your crotch is about to be audited <laughs> okay. by the IRS. Okay, hold on. Travis, Travis has twisted it a little bit in a way that I really enjoy in which you have given agency to the aggressor, which is to say, have you thought about talking to the spider and being like, hey, you're on a dick. Um, that's like a... Hey, It's spider, 2019. Hey, you it's, need to move. Well, even if it wasn't, that's... That's their privates. Can you move? You looking for a meal? That's not how it works. Hey, hey spider, there's a dick on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is very reserved. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's the Brooklyn Nine-Nine I want to munch. I want to munch. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast within a podcast. All about the latest and greatest in brand eating. Hey, everyone. Three days ago, Justin had no voice. Yes, this is remarkable. And you just... Killed that. Yeah, it's a miracle. You. Thank you. I want to. This is a Munch Quad Junior. I just like literally have to tell you because if a bunch of people see it, they're going to send it to me. But Fat Burger is doing a cranberry turkey burger shake. Oh! oh! I just want to oh! say this out loud so I can say it. The delectable customizable cranberry turkey burger will be served with cranberry jelly, cranberry mayo, lettuce, pickles, and onions. Imagine my relief to hear it is customizable. I'd like none of that and none of the ingredients and vanilla, please. Thank you. I'd like you to put a cup in a garbage can. Um, Some human being thought, that's not, yeah. that's not what I want to talk, I'm not going to talk about okay. it. I just want to get it off my chest. Taco Bell's Steal a Base, Steal a Taco is back. And with more on the line, hold on. Do you know about this promotion? If it's, it's a thing in the World Series where you, you well, you mean then it's right there in the name. Um, so, okay, for the seventh year in a row, Taco Bell is giving fans across the country another reason to get excited for the World Series, free tacos. But this year, Taco Bell is raising the stakes again. By teaming up with BetMGM, operated by Roy Digital, BetMGM will offer sports and taco fans alike the chance to... <laughs> the chance to wager real money on what player they think will steal the first base of the World Series. Wait, wait, this is not an innovation. That's called gambling. <laughs> yeah. It's an honor that Taco Bell has dubbed the Taco Hero. Oh my God. When it comes to the World Series, rooting for that first stolen base and rejoicing for free tacos has really become the part of the game within the game. So teaming up with BetMGM to give fans a whole new way to participate. <laughs> and that in Steal a Base, Steal a Taco. Steal your money. Steal a Future. Dumb. Yeah. Felt like a natural extension for us. That's from Will Bortz, Director of Brand Partnerships and Sponsorships at <laughs> oh Taco Bell. God. I can't say I disagree with Will. I mean, it does it's seem a like a natural yeah. extension. We can't wait to see fans engage with the program like never before. 
No shit. Damn, Will, that's bleak, dude. And of course, we're excited to see if their predictions come true. Not that you, you know, give a shit, because you do make actual money when they get it wrong. Fans looking to test their luck this October can participate at MGM Resorts in Nevada, Mississippi, and New Jersey, or download the... Well... Yo, no, chill the fuck out. You're clapping for this? They're Not for good, this. Hey, folks, they're good states, but wait for us to talk about one of yeah, the more virtuous right. aspects. Later, we'll say something neutral about all those states, and then you can yeah. applaud. Bet MGM odds makers will use historical data and their odds-making process to post real odds, which will be updated as the postseason progresses. But win or lose, everyone's a winner when free tacos are being offered. Holy shit! I would actually argue, in this case... Some people will lose. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, my kids can't go to college, but this taco was free and delicious. Unless. No, I, no, no, no. The only, way, the only way that statement holds true is if you bet $1,000 and there are 1,001 stolen bases. Because then you it get 1,001 free tacos. It doesn't tacos. work like that. Sure. The, fir- the taco hero steals the taco base Everyone get free taco. <laughs> right. That's the that's oh, the promotion. Yeah. You know what would be a Just, fun promotion that they should do? What's well, that, Traff? Um, not not ruin people financially. Yes, that for <laughs> sure. That would be fun. They should do a thing where every baseball player who steals a base in the postseason, they make them eat that number of tacos <laughs> during the game. So steal a base, eat a taco right away. You yeah. can't. How about this? You can't steal the base unless you've consumed the entirety of the taco yes. yeah. before you get there. And you can't start until you start running. Okay, I like that. Well, uh, that sucks. Yeah, that one sucks. That's some bleak cyberpunk future shit. Again, I guess I should have, in hindsight, I do wish I had closed with the cranberry turkey burger milkshake. That is on me. Lesson for next time. We're all growing. So, uh, yes. I have a Yahoo here, if you don't mind me. Uh, okay. Slipping in here. It was sent in by Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. It's Yahoo Answers user Lizzie who asks, when it's cold or raining, why don't people wear jackets or coats for their legs? Huh. Now listen. I got good stuff here to here. I don't like to brag, but um, heart, liver, rib bones. Uh, Protectable. Most of spine. I like keeping that stuff cozy and warm. Absolutely. And it feels weird to be like, don't worry guys, I got you. But then I look down at my knees, like, knees and I'm like, you guys figure it out on your own. I believe in you. Sorry thighs, you look resourceful. And here's, here's what I really find interesting. There are people out there probably in this room, maybe listening, who say, there are, there's like warm pants. You go to the front of a snowsuit. Yes, okay, that's an extreme thing. I'm saying, oh, it's raining outside. I better put on a jacket. Which has a word for it. Right, and not like, and now my leg jacket to keep my pants from getting that's wet. That's because it's, hold on. It's like a practicality Does thing, right? Does it need this? This is like a visual demonstration. If I come into my realtor's office and I take my jacket off gently and I give it a little toss on the coat rack in a very dramatic fashion, everyone <laughs> applauds. What a debonair gentleman. But then I'm like, hold on one second. And I lie down on the floor and I start yanking at my wet pants 
not cool or debonair. There's no fun way to rip off your wet pants. <laughs> you were making me realize it is the only time in which a human being could wear tearaway pants, and someone might say, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there would need to be so many safety measures. You would have to, like, safety pin your underwear to your pants to your hip skin to make sure that you didn't accidentally get more than you wanted to when you removed your pants, which is all your overpants. <laughs> your overpants. But it's, your exopants. Here, okay, I will also say this, right? And maybe this is just because we are culturally used to it. I walk in, I go to take off my jacket, right? Everyone understands what's happening there. Even if I had tearaway pants, the second I position myself, there is going to be a half second that will last a lifetime for everyone in the room. Your, your, your direct supervisor would be able to get out the words, you're fired, <laughs> like as the pants were ripping off. Is this why coat closets exist and like fancy places because it actually used to be like people would see people like, mm, 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 mm. They'd be like what the fuck are you doing? You're that's, ripping off your exo shirt. That's your chest and your belly. Get out of here, man. Now you have a secret space to do it in. Even ponchos don't go that far down. Everyone's just accepting of like wet shins in <laughs> Yeah. Also, if you had thick overpants, spider on your dick, not nearly as big not a, a problem. Nothing to worry about. It's non-stick. It's, <laughs> it's hydrophobic and arachnophobic material. Spiders slide right off. No big deal. My wife and I recently downsized our closet. I got rid of a bunch of old t-shirts that didn't fit me anymore. This included a shirt that I bought in an earthbound roughly five to six years ago when I donated it to a local thrift store. Today at lunch, I saw a guy roughly my same build wearing the same shirt. I asked him where he got it, and he indeed got it from the thrift store. However, when I told him that it was originally my shirt, thinking this was funny, he gave me a very offended look and left without saying anything else. I thought this was a fun coincidence. Was I in the wrong here? Did I tread on some social norm I was unaware of? That's from T-Shirt Twin in Texas. Are you here? No. Uh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> because here's the thing, you dig tread on a social Yeah, norm. there was a norm or two here that you did squish like a big giant. Because here's the problem. <laughs> I've been to many a thrift store. I enjoy going to secondhand shops and resale shops and that kind of thing to find what I think are amazing finds. And then if, yes. And then if I met the human being who cast them away, <laughs> and, it was, and I'm sitting there thinking, this is the best shirt, I can't, I found it. And they're like, yes. But to me, it was garbage. <laughs> well, you were basically saying you're looking at another human being in the eye and saying, oh, you found my trash. <laughs> oh, you liked that. And oh, then, you like it? And then you turn on your 18-inch platform shoes and slip on your moon goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like these shoes? They could be yours in five to six years. I'll bury them under the tree like a time capsule. And you step in your Bugatti, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how did you say, hey, that was my shirt? Because if you said it like, hey, that's my shirt. <laughs> A bunch of thieves stole it years ago. <laughs> um, uh, I know that they launder, and when you buy, when you buy clothes at a, a thrift shop or consignment shop or whatever, they, are, they have been cleaned thoroughly, and I don't want to stigmatize that. 
but if I did ever meet the person who wore the clothes that I had worn before, I would be, and they told me, that was my fucking shirt. Uh, I would then think about like, I wonder what you smell like now. <laughs> and how many times you smelled like this then, back then. There are so many, there are so many things in our lives that are based off of any kind of plausible deniability. Yes. And this would be like if I walked out of a hotel room and somebody walked by and said, Oh, I stayed in there just before you. Moments right. before. And it's like, oh no! no Another is... human being was in the bed and used the potty. It's like when somebody walks out of a bathroom you're walking into and says something like, enjoy, you won't. <laughs> or you know what the worst is? All yours. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Actually, not now. A lot of it's still yours, Yeah, kind of. Your memory still haunts it now because you've said this to me. All yours. Oh no. Uh, you shouldn't have done it. Next time, just say, cool shirt. I wish I had it. Still. Still. No, no. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Giving that shirt up was one of the greatest regrets of my life. You treat it good, you hear me? You well, love that shirt, shirt every day of your life. Listen, I made a huge mistake. Can I buy your shirt off of you? I miss it so, so much. Please. Please. Uh, how about another question, Justin? Can I do my... Yes. Okay. But you, you need to pick you, up you your do. iPad or else we'll see Yeah, it. and you also do need to lead into this because the origin of this bit has not aired yet. Okay. Yes. So this is a brand new thing that I'm doing now. Just for you. And um, so I wanted to talk to you about it. It's called Minion Quotes. And here's how Minion Quotes works, okay? I am part of a Facebook, I will say community, <laughs> called Minion Quotes. And um, Minion Quotes is sort of like platitudes, and then below it, pictures of cartoon characters to match the platitudes. Neither one of which ever have anything to do with so the I'm gonna give you an example here. This one says, the nicest people always get treated like shit. And then there's a picture of Stitch. <laughs> Stitch is sad, I guess. That's something like it. So um, here is the game, what is Minion Quotes? I'm going to tell my brothers a platitude. If they can guess the cartoon character that accompanies this platitude, I will post it to my Facebook wall without comment. Now. <clears throat> that sounds fun. To further emphasize these, these stakes, Travis came in with the sickest dunk on this game back in Philadelphia, and Justin had to post on his wall, after Travis guessed correctly, can't decide if I need a hug, an XL coffee, six shots of vodka, or two weeks of sleep. Travis said, well, that's droopy dog, and it was. That's, that's, on, that's on Justin's wall. The comments on it from mm, most of humanity that wasn't on that sh at that show are so delightful. Including my favorite, our Uncle Chris. Our Uncle Chris who writes, love you, buddy. <laughs> it's so earnest and well-meaning. And every I have friends and family on there who are asking me if I'm okay and if I need anything. And I can't fucking say anything because that's the fucking bit. It's a good game. Pray for us. Don't yell anything out. 
We need to do this honestly, or else it doesn't feel yeah, as good. Yeah, because you can find this page. I don't do not, do not play along. You can check it out later when you go home. Close. Okay, okay. I think I might have told you guys this one already, so please be honest. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't sell drugs. The government hates competition. No, you did not tell us this one. <laughs> okay, right, right out my gut. Didn't overthink it. Marvin the Martian. Uh. Bugs Bunny? <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm sweating over here as the Tasmanian oh. devil. Oh. Woo. We, we were, were in the right wow. cinematic universe. Fuck. Why I would it? actually say Tasmanian devil is the exact center between Bugs yeah, Bunny and Marvin the Martha. Shit. Why is it that all the people you actually want to be around live nowhere near you? Hmm. Here's, okay, here's, here's what fucks this game up. A lot of them are Looney Tunes, but every time you guess Looney Tunes, most of the time Can it's Can you not. give us, like, a universe? Is it Looney Tunes? Is it Disney? Is it... Uh, I'll give you Disney. It is oh, Disney. Shit. Okay. I'm going to say Lumiere. <laughs> People that you want to be around are not the ones who are... Donald Duck? Stitch again! <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut to be used twice. <laughs> Fuck. Comment if you're left-handed. Like if you're right-handed. Huh. Comment. Hurry up. Come on. Tommy Pickles. Okay. Ooh. Griffin. Arthur. <laughs> it's Stitch, but this is the last... Stitch, Stitch, Stitch. Okay. 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 Stitch. Give us a nice. The less people you chill with, the less bullshit you deal with. Jesus. I will give you a species, which was my downfall before. It's a cat. Ooh. Now really, I have it. Don't. Okay. I have one. Okay, you go first. Sylvester the cat. Okay, Travis. I'm going to say Felix the cat. It's the Pink Panther, though. Oh. Shit. Ooh. I felt so right. I felt very confident. I did too. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is going to be the last one. Okay. I think. I think I'm getting. Is it fair? Have I been fair at this point? Have I given them a lot of chances? Okay. Would you slap your cousin for a million dollars? Okay, here's the problem, and I will answer. But here's the problem is I have to separate because I know it's incongruous. I know it is because I want to say Angelic Bickles. No. I want to say it so bad. No, you have to remember, remember the fucking Target demo for right. us. My problem is that this comment has big stitch energy. And I'm going to say, wait, I'm going to give you uh, a little bit of help here. One, I'll say it's a dog. It's a dog. Two, I'm going to read you some comments. Patty says, sure, if I was able to pick which one. Fuck. I'm from a large family. Sarah says, no, I'd rather have love for my cousins and respect from them than the money. 
Deborah says, yes. Then when given the money, we would share, lol. Tell her I'm sorry, but we both need the funds. <laughs> okay, I'm torn between two. I have, I have mine in my gut. You go first. You go first. No, because I'm torn between two and I want to see what you say. Snoopy. Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> would you slap your cousin for a million dollars? I don't know, says Goofy. I believe that you mean George Geefe. George Geefe? It's George yes. Geefe, and also that's bullshit to call him a dog. Thank you. It's, I know. If like, I had said horrid god <laughs> dog man hybrid, that gives it away. Then I would have said uh, Scooby-Doo. <sighs> Is that it, or did you find another I'm one gonna, you're in love mm, with? Come on. Okay. Okay. One more? Yes. Is that the game? Okay. I'm exhausted. I'm grouchy. I'm mentally and emotionally worn out. So when the next idiot pisses me off and I snap and beat them to a pulp, someone please come bail me out. Tweety Bird. Uh, <sighs> Griffin? Oh, I was close. It's a cat. It's All Sylvester right. the cat? What? Is this one Sylvester? Uh, it's Tom. You damn it. All right. We're not going to win this round. That's fine. If we won every time, it would ruin the game. Okay. Justin, post some other bad bullshit to your Facebook page just to make them well, feel like no, they've gotten something. No, what you should something. be able to do now is, like, tag us and say, this is so you. Oh. You are already worried enough about me. I'm taking a little bit of an FB break for the moment. Yeah. As we all should. Hey, everybody, this is uh, your hardened road warrior, Griffin McElroy, back from the tour, back from the long and winding road that did bring me on back home on my steel horse, and uh, I'm here to tell you about some of the people who made this show possible for you to listen to, which is to say the sponsors who allow us to um, live and have money and buy stuff. So Stitch Fix is our first one. Stitch Fix uh, is the personal style company that helps you figure out what looks good on your body, sends that stuff right to your house. A uh, personal stylist is going to choose it, is going to like help you figure out what what you are, like what you are inside and out, and then they're going to get clothes uh, sent to you that's going to look good on you, and you, you pay for what you keep, and the rest you just ship back for free. Don't worry about it. Uh, and there's no commitment required. It, it, shipping and exchanges and returns are always free. Uh, and if you go to stitchfix.com slash my brother and answer some questions about your preferred style, you're going you're gonna to find an online soulmate who's going to ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash my brother, and you're going to get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash my brother, stitchfix.com slash my brother. We are also sponsored in part by Squarespace. Stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Your website that you have now is probably not good looking if it's not from Squarespace. I don't, I don't care where else you got it from. If it's not from Squarespace, it probably looks like dog trash. But 
If you get with Squarespace, drop the zero, get with the hero. You can showcase your work, sell products and services of all kinds, and promote your physical or online business, and so much more with just this pretty, pretty website that Squarespace helped you build, giving you beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers. Everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. They got, oh, do they have analytics, I hear you asking, because I'm spying on your phone? Yeah, they do. And they have free and secure hosting, too, so don't even sweat that either. Go to squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER, and you're going to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, that's it. The rest of the business we do at the end of the live show. Thank you so much for everybody who uh, came out and, and saw the shows in New York and Philadelphia. We had a great time. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Hello, my name is Tusk Henderson, and I am an outdoorsman. Are you looking for a new comedy podcast? This month's episode of Beef and Dairy Network Podcast has as its guest the wonderful Nick Offerman, playing the part of Tusk Henderson, adventurer and outdoorsman. Think about fitting yourself, a month's worth of provisions, and a half-ton cow into a kayak. So if you've never listened to the show before, this might be a good place to start. I string a bowstring between her horn tips and I can fire a spear off the top of her head and uh, took in some very delicious cod. So if you're after a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network for maximum fun? Download it now. You flip a cow upside down, they make an excellent toboggan. Hello. I'm sorry the microphone is so high. <laughs> I'm really short, so it's okay. Hey, who are you? I'm Jessica. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I came at you so really aggressive. aggressive there, Jessica. Hey, how'd you get in here? Uh, Jessica, uh, you have asked a question about uh, a boomerang. Yes. So uh, let's get into it. Okay. So my dad, when he was in Vietnam, he went to Australia afterwards, and he got three boomerangs. And his friend said, oh, I know how to throw them. And he threw two into the woods, and they never came back. So my dad brought one back, and he covets Hey, your dad's friend sucks. Yeah, Yeah, what a dingus. Hey, did you have the option of after you did Vietnam to be like, can you drop me in Australia on the way back? (laughs) I'm actually going to kick it there for a second. I would love to grab some boomerangs. Yeah, I want to hit some boomerangs and then get home. Anyway, okay, so dad has one boomerang. So it's been in his closet for my whole life, which is almost 40 years now, you know. You want everything in your dad's closet, you know. And I've wanted this. Not ever. Hey, yo, actually, <laughs> wicked, defo, nope. Where am I going to put all of these hero clicks? Where am I going <laughs> to... Anyway, okay. Well, I've wanted to play with it forever. Okay. It wouldn't let me when I was a kid. And now I have kids, which was like, Dad, my kids want to see the boomerang. Can we take the boomerang out? They're really into, like, they really want to throw it in the yard. You know, it's just a yard. It's not like it's going to go into a forest. And he won't let me still. Like he changes yeah. the subject. Wow, you've, this boomerang's really been on your mind, huh? Yeah, my whole so, life. Let and me ask you a question. It, Has your dad ever used it? I don't know. I don't think okay, so. Okay, but not to your knowledge. It's not, not like knowledge. he's allowed to throw it. I think he got, it, he got like the third one and he was just like, yeah. no one touched Hey, can I tell boomerang. you something? While I sympathize with you, and I definitely <laughs> do, I think I'm going to side with your dad here because he had three... <laughs> And then his friend was like, let's lose them. <laughs> and suddenly two-thirds of his boomerang stock was gone. I, I, will, I will tell you some sad news, and I think a lot of you will probably be able to attest to this. If you don't know what you're doing, here's what your experience with throwing the boomerang <laughs> is going to be like. You're going to throw this boomerang. It is going to go some distance. 
then you're going to walk over and pick it up from where it <laughs> fell. This has been my only experience with the boomerang, and I've tried it many times. Right. At that point, it's basically just a Frisbee, except with a Frisbee, you experience very little disappointment when it doesn't come back to you. Right. This is as expected. In fact, I would say if a Frisbee did come back to you, that's way more exciting than if a boomerang did. You could maybe go out to the yard with your kids and pretend like you're throwing a boomerang. Oh, God, that's chilling. And do it for so long where he's like, well, this is worse. This is obviously worse that this is happening. I'd rather not have a boomerang than have this. Yes, maybe take, tell your dad here's the plan. You're going to take it out and gently toss it between two people and tell your kids that's what throwing a boomerang is. But it's and a boomerang. You could go like this with the boomerang. That was almost a fucking disaster. <laughs> you could go like this with a boomerang and it would go right into a sewer drain. <laughs> you don't know with boomerang. It's a, a, it's a mean toy. I have an idea. It's 2019. Buy a drone and tape the boomerang to it. It's like all the boomerang with none of the practice. You can make it do whatever and shoot cool videos. So you, dad won't let, dad, can I play with your boomerang? No, can I strap a robot to it and fly it high up in the sky? Yeah, okay, that seems. That's good. Seems good. Does that help? Yes, thank you. We didn't, no it doesn't, hold on. No it does. We didn't tell you how to steal your dad's boomerang, which is the way that this was always gonna go. You're going to need an identical boomerang. <laughs> because here's the thing we've just met but I've been in your head because I know at this point you're an adult and you could buy a boomerang right? and that's not the point you want your dad's boomerang you want your dad to not have the boomerang and you can't buy that and at this point would your dad even notice no, I don't know if he like checks at night. Yes. Now my dad would not notice. I would. I. I will tell you this. You will do this heist, and it will go over the fence into the neighbor's yard, who has the big dog, and then you and your friends will form a lifetime bond, trying to dredge up the courage to get over that fence and get it back. And it's been a while since I've seen the Sandlot, but imagine I made a funny reference. Here is. Here is your biggest risk. You go through a lot of planning, a lot of work. You hire Brad Pitt. He eats the whole time. Yeah. You steal this boomerang. You get it, you're successful. You put it in your closet. The next day, your kids say, let's play with the boomerang. You open the closet, it's gone. It's back in your dad's closet. Right. It's the world's best boomerang. <laughs> Does that help? Yes, thank you thank very you. much. Thank you, Jessica. Let's go over here. Hi, hello. Uh, hello. Hi, get right up on the microphone. Don't be afraid. Hello. I didn't, I didn't mean to say afraid because that means it sounds like that, I was really like, get up on the fucking microphone. It's okay, I'm very afraid. Oh, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my name is Brock. Hello, Brock. Uh, I believe I wrote to y'all that I work for a mattress blog. Yes. 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 Um, I should maybe explain that? Yeah. That'd be great, yeah. Okay. So the first thing is that it's not my mattress blog. I was hired to do some freelance work. The second thing is that it's Wait, a mattress... Wait, there's enough money in mattress bloggery that they can hire freelance employees? Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. I'm paid obscenely well. Fuck wow. yeah.
Why don't you give us advice? Shit. Well, as somebody who has... Uh, <laughs> we are paid to talk about mattresses yeah. from time to time. I've bought it. an oceanfront loft with my mattress money. Mm. Okay, Brox, what's the problem? So, the second thing, this is a mattress review blog. I don't write the reviews. The people who write the reviews don't actually sleep on the mattresses. It's kind of... Whoa, mattress gate! So Whoa. hold on, you're giving it all away. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. this is this would maybe get me in trouble with my boss, but it's okay. You write for the mattress blog. The yes. people who write the reviews don't sleep on the mattresses. No. What do you do? I write the other content on the blog, no, which but is all I about. I think Griffin's question is, oh. what would that other content be? Yeah. Right. Gossip. Things like, you know, what's the difference between a latex foam mattress and a memory foam mattress. And what, what is the difference? I mean, I would have to refer you to the blog. Yeah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna give it test. away for free. He's not gonna save us the click, Travis. Okay, so this is wild, continue. <laughs> so my main problem is that I'm, I've been doing this for a couple of months. My roommate had the same job before me and he did it for like a year. What's going on? Did you just Are we in a dystopian future? Yeah, you, yeah, obviously yes, but did you inherit the job? Yeah, basically. My okay. roommate quit uh, this spring and this summer I needed a job. So I asked if he could refer me and he did and now I have it. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Yeah. So what's the problem? It sounds like a pretty uh, cushy well, gig. The Literally. Problem, the problem is that it's yeah, been... Yeah, it's fine. It went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> Fuck off. The problem is that I've been doing this for two and a half months and I'm out of ideas. Okay. Right. Yeah, they are mattresses, so. Now, this is a, okay. In order for me to give you any of my answers, I first need an answer to this question. Okay. Do people like follow up on, say, the truthfulness of the things you write? Do you think Absolutely that's not. Fantastic, fantastic. Here's what you're gonna fantastic. do. That opens a lot of doors for us, Here's Brock. what I we've got. That. Celebrity mattresses. Just, it writes itself. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know what that is or it means. Celebrities, they're just like us. They sleep on mattresses. They're also mattresses. Yes. When they eat spicy food, they turn into mattresses. No, I'm not just saying, like us. No, this isn't like celebrity corgis. I'm saying that these are mattresses owned by celebrities. Right. What, celebs, okay. what mattresses do the celebs own? Yes. And you're going to treat it like it's hot goss. Like, you'll never believe this. What kind of mattress does Andy McDowell sleep on? You know, that's a great question, but I can make it up. Yeah, yeah, Brock? exactly. That's our point, Brock! Andy McDowell is not gonna call your house and be like, bullshit. And if that does happen, that's fucking cool. That's so cool. <laughs> then you have another story for the blog. You have a neat blog. story. That's an extra story for the you blog. You could write about hero mattresses that saved their owner's lives. Yes. That's very good. People love that. Maybe a mattress that was seen on the subway eating a piece of pizza. Or that's fun. smoking a cigarette. Yes. What mattresses are the best for wiping up ketchup if you're extremely rich? Nice. Can you use mattresses and napkins? Is that an option? Which, oh, can you do taste tests? <laughs> Is that a possibility? Which mattress goes down smooth? Uh, gosh. There's a lot of options. We've run out, but, um... I bet you'll think of more. Could you, uh, no, I'm done. <laughs> Can you use any of those? Yeah, I think that helps a lot. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Brock.
I am Amor. I use they, them pronouns. Hi, Amor. Hello, Amor. And my question was, I sent in a little teaser, and I asked, how do I explain to my friends that my father enters the house through the window sometimes? Uh, hey, Amor. Yeah. I love this question. It's delectable. Because it also leads to my follow-up question. How do you explain to us that your father climbs on the window sometimes? <laughs> and my follow-up question, is your dad Sam from Clarissa explains it all? I don't know who that is. Uh... So, what's up with that? <laughs> so, my father is the superintendent of two apartment buildings in Manhattan. Uh-huh. And he is 70 years old. Okay. And, and he, Waiting for the pieces to click into place. <laughs> and he hates his job. He hates the people he deals with. Okay. So he will take the side entrance and go to the back of the building, which is like a five-minute walk, which is, which is a bit. Right. It's a bit. Five yeah. minutes is time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so he will open the window, climb through the window, and that's how he gets in. Yeah. You wait, wait, I just... <laughs> to avoid interacting with the people in the building? Is that the idea? Yes. Okay. Because there are two apartment buildings, which holds a lot of people. Yeah, but like, he understands that if they're there, the interaction just becomes a lot longer and much less charitable, I would imagine. <laughs> what do you mean? If they're there in the back? Wait, okay. Oh, are we talking access. about... He, your father enters... His own domicile through the window, and not, yes. not the, okay, okay. okay. Oh, Holy I shit, thought, Okay, that makes Jesus so much more Christ. sense. Christ. Christ. In a random tenant's apartment. Yeah, that's I, what I, I thought. You can't say he's I a superintendent for buildings. He needed like all the showers leaking. Okay, leave the window <laughs> unlocked, and then he just like Peter Parker's his way in, and then he just calls them from the street like it's fixed. It's fixed. What? <laughs> leave the window unlocked. I'm coming up the drain pipe. It's like. Okay. For, a se for a second there, I was worried, like, my dad's a big criminal. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, have your friends ever seen him coming in the window? No. Okay, but there's always the chance that that is going to happen. I fre frequently, I'll be on Skype, okay. and I'll be in the living room just chilling, and then they'll be knocking at the window. And terrible, terrible. <laughs> you would never get used You're to that wrong. in a million years. Okay. And so I will have to be like, oh, hold on, that's Papa in the window. And then they are, <laughs> yeah. left, they are left there, yeah. bewildered. Yeah. And then I have to be like, well, my, my dad comes in through the window sometimes. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck? Now, Amor, you know at that point you are oversharing because you could have said literally anything other than my dad's coming in yeah. through the window. Oh, wow. You could have said, that's my messenger raven. So yeah. I, I want to go get a cold Mountain Dew. Like, hey, it could be anything. Hey, hey, that's a big bird. I will scare it off now. Here, let me say this, Amor. Hey, that's where that bird looks like my dad. Hold yeah. on. Oh, he's got, he's got a message for me from the front. Um, here's the thing. Once you've explained it to us, I get it. It's weird, but I get it, right? I understand it. But what if instead you cultivated an air of mystery and you said, oh, that's my dad at the window. And then when you came back and people said, what? You said, don't worry about it. But you Anyways, see did you see the latest episode of Supernatural? You are Travis in this example. Yes. 
And they'll say, no, 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 get back to the dad thing. And you'll say, well, I wish I could. Anyways, excited for Lucifer to come back. Still me. You're still Travis. Still, still me Travis. in this scenario. And you just let that breathe until eventually they stop asking about it because they're afraid. Right. No, seriously, tell me about what's going on with your dad. I would, but I'm too preoccupied thinking about how I owe everything to my brothers. They're so incredibly talented. That went a lot meaner than you thought it was going to go, didn't you? Yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of funny. (laughs) In a fun way. Does that help Amor? Because it's hurt us. (laughs) It helps. Thank you. Thank you, Amor. Thank you. Hello. Hi, boys. Hello. There's not a polite way to point at people. Hello. You, know, you know I was just kidding, There's right? I feel bad now. You know I was just kidding. Was no, I know. Time. I would have done it about I Griffin. I succeeded in spite of you. I know that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hi, hello. That's okay, not sorry. true. Sorry, we got our own stuff. It's fine. <laughs> we all have shit. Falling apart Don't of the Don't get us started on our dad. <laughs> See, I told you we peaked, now we're falling apart. It was so quick. Quicker than I could have imagined. Hi. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry to make it so uncomfortable. Oh, I, it's always going to be uncomfortable. There's like... 300 people here? At least. At least. At least. <laughs> yes. Anyways, my question is, how do I estimate the number of people in a room? <laughs> okay. All right. Hi. What's, sorry, what's your name? I'm Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Um, so, I'm getting married in six weeks. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, my God. It's exciting. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, my partner and I have lived together for four years. That's him. Um, And uh, we have so much stuff in our house already, but when you get married, people just kind of expect you to have a wedding registry. Right. And so um, we went to Bed Bath Beyond and kind of just like took that scanner gun and did our thing. Right. And now we're starting to get gifts in. We've received seven step ladders. Cool. Okay. Sandra, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm. Good. You scanned Concerned. at least seven step ladders, if not more. I know how this process works. You didn't go to Bed Bath and Beyond and muse about step ladders, and Bed Bath and Beyond said, "We've got this," and they added them to the registry. So, yeah. were you hoping that your guests would look at the selection of step ladders and, like Indiana Jones, pick the right one? Yeah. Were you trying to communicate? We'd be happy with any of these step ladders. You know, I think we just never owned a stepladder. So you got so. fucking high on the, t- the opportunity? <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't ever want to have to be more than arm's reach away from one. Like, hold on. Have you... Those you cookies know, are so high up on the shelf. One moment, reach. Uh, listen, I don't want to assume anything to answer this question. You just said you've never owned a stepladder, right? Yeah, no. You know there are taller versions of the ladder. You don't have to stack them up, right? <laughs> this is a good question. So... Have you gotten anything else, or is it just the step ladder? No, line? literally, like, I've gotten a fruit peeler, and that's it. A <laughs> Shit, fruit peeler man. and seven step ladders. Those so are the two things every human being should own. <laughs> a fruit peeler and seven step <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to come over to your house, and you'll be in the kitchen standing astride two step ladders, making it rain <laughs> apple peels. Welcome. Um, you basically s- turn your home into, like, one of those houses from Elder Scrolls. I just looted, like... <laughs> Hell, yeah, this house has seven stepladders. I'm gonna sell these. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Why do they have so many weights and balance sets? There's so many weights and balance, so many stepladders. That's cool. They have a bucket on the dinner table. <laughs> have you found opportunity to use any of the stepladders yet? Um, so we have two closets, 
and I have a stepladder in each closet. So that's, that's not you. really a traditional use for... Yeah. The stepladder's not in your closet, like, I'm being actively used right now. Yeah. And then right now we have, um, like, two stepladders next to our coffee table, like quasi-seats, but they're not very comfortable. I, can I just say, while untraditional, I do like their creative usage. Yeah. Have you thought about a stepladder and a really long robe to make you seem super tall? <laughs> That's great for Halloween. It's a fun bit. It's good for all the time, Justin. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could build a pretty badass blanket fort, I bet, with a bunch of stepladders. That's yeah. a good one, but that only brings us up to, like, six. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, you gotta seven. eat the seventh one. Sorry. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Can you... Uh, is there an aftermarket for stepladders? Probably not. Yeah. I think if anybody needs a stepladder, they probably know where to get them. Here's comfortable bringing them back to the store, like walking into the Best Buy, that poor employee, like, hey, I have six stepladders for you today. But how would you choose no? the one that gets to continue to be a part of your family? That's, That's part two. Sandra, I have a brilliant idea. Okay. Oh, wow. I know, I'm very proud of this one. Have you thought about making the theme for your wedding stepladders? <laughs> You both, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you both in the officiant stand on one. Maybe yes. you stack cupcakes on one. Every their champagne glasses. Every guest one. that comes gets one that's etched with like yes. always and forever. And it 2019. Like, you get you raised me up. Yes, like so every <laughs> yeah. today is yes. I know that helps, Sandra. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. I, I've never so helped more in my life. Thank you, Sandra. Happy, happy, happy marriage. Thank you to uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Thank you to Matt Doyle. Thank you, Matt Doyle. Uh, thank you, uh, King's Theater. We, we got a tour of this place earlier. It's the most beautiful. It's, it's so gorgeous. beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, it's wild that we get to play here. Thank you to our father, uh, Clint McElroy. And can, can I just say, side note, our dad not only does our wonderful intros to the show, but also like hangs out with us and like says like, you guys are doing a good job and helps take care of our kids while we're doing these shows. And like, he's, he's helped so much. We couldn't do this without he's him. He's a good papa. Hey, to that point, thank you to Mary and Tommy Sproul for watching our kids too. That's very nice of them. They come just to do that. Uh, thank you to Amanda and uh, Paul for uh, helping also make these shows possible. And thank you to Still Buffering for us and killing it. Killing it. Uh, and thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winter Caesar theme song's departure off the button in the of bed. And thank you to Carrie Peach for our poster design, which was yeah. so gorgeous. Speaking of Carrie Peach, uh, pre-orders for book three of the Adventure Zone graphic novel set, Pedals to the Metal, that is available now. Uh, you can, well, the pre-order. You can pre-order now, uh, theadventurezonecomic.com. Um, and also speaking of the Adventure Zone, if I may, uh, the trailer for season three. Thank you. Uh, the trailer is out now uh, that I am DMing the, the next art. Thank you. You can go watch that uh, at, at, at McElroy Family on YouTube and enjoy it. It's so beautiful. I love yes, that trailer. Uh, okay. 
let's uh, let's wrap it up. Oh, and every... Max Fun. Max Fun. Max Fun Fun for having us on the network. Thank you, Max Fun Fun. Every week on the show, you all know this, but some others may not. Every week on the show, Griffin reads a Yahoo answer at the end of the show, and then we come back the next week to talk about it, talk through it, and see what we have sort of learned from it. So, Griffin, can you share that last uh, Yahoo with us? This final... Oh, I'm trying to choose between two. Okay, this final Yahoo is sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham. It's a Yahoo Answers user, Stevie Guy, asks... Why doesn't Batman just kill the Jocker? My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me, kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.